Kate. And I'm Jamie. And this is Creeps and Coffee. A show where we talk about the creepiest crime cases around the world. So, let's grab some coffee. And have a chat. Happy holidays. Feliz Navidad. Welcome to our surprise Christmas episode. Bet you didn't see that coming. Neither did we. (laughs) Neither did Caitlin, who slept for two whole days. (laughs) Okay, we don't have to talk about that. It's been Christmas. Listen, listen. (laughs) Listening. Uh, As you all know, I Mm -hmm. thrive on stress. So Christmas is really a time when I, I am at my peak because I am working <laughs> nonstop to get gifts done. And this year, I have no money. So I'm making everyone's Christmas gifts. So it's, and I also started selling Christmas ornaments. So I've had orders to fill, I've had Christmas gifts to make. So, all in all, that on top of my three jobs that I'm working, plus making a podcast, um, I don't sleep a lot. So, <laughs> so it, it got to a point where there had been a couple days with no sleep. So I passed out on the day we were supposed to record, and I sent Jamie a voice memo, and I was like, hey, I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) It might be a little bit late when it comes to recording, but I'll talk to you tonight. And she was like, okay, have a good sleep, love you. And then two days later, (laughs) I was like, hi, I'm alive. What year is it? I was like, I think I died. So um, it's been an adventure. So now we're here. Well, I... I was really hoping that it would be like a Christmas carol experience where like Christmas ghosts would come and like take me on an adventure, but instead I just had really weird dreams. I mean, you very well could have seen all of the ghosts, Christmas past, present, and future in your slumber. <laughs> Fair enough. It I was long like enough. That Okay. All right. <laughs> Sensing some animosity. No, no, no. <laughs> that sounded sarcastic, but genuinely no. No, <laughs> no. No, of course not. No, I'm fine with being ignored for two days. I, well, I'm that annoying friend who, if you ignore me, I will continue to spam you. So much. And until you respond. And if you don't respond, I just assume you hate me. It's true. (laughs) We've been friends for like 15 years and I still get, are you upset? I'm like, no, I'm at work. And she's like, okay, well, I was just making sure. I'll send like 10 texts and then be like, wait, are you mad at me? And she's like. My favorite no, is when it's four AM. My favorite is when she texts me and then Snapchats me and then messages me on Instagram and then she goes in like a loop before she'll text me like <laughs> I've texted you everywhere. Are you okay? But what frustrates me is then you'll respond to the welcome Snapchat to, and then the not the coffee. text. This is a therapy session for our friendship right now. <laughs> but like I'm like and then you'll respond to my Snapchat multiple times and then I'll say Hey, answer my text. That's where the important stuff is. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Oh. Um. Anyway, the holiday season is a time for happiness. (laughs) Although we do sympathize for those who have trouble with this season. Yes, it can be Um, a really difficult time for a lot of different reasons. We hope that even if Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate is a rough time for you, that you can join in with us today and just think of it as a happy, happy time. Happy, creepy time. Have some eggnog. Exactly. Or something Christmassy. (laughs) Exactly. Some eggnog, some hot chocolate. Mmm. Um, a latte peppermint latte I've been really into sugar cookie oat lattes oh Oh, yum oh this is Christmas and coffee not creeps and coffee today (laughs) no creeps I'm gonna talk about all of the Starbucks holiday items forever their Santa cookies good have you had that also underrated their cheese Danish never had it but I've heard Actually, I it's think I heard it good. from you. <laughs> Probably. I just, they gave it to me by accident, or they, they ran out of sugar cookies, so they sent me a cheese danish and a note that said, sorry, <laughs> we ran out. But I was like, this is so good. So 
unrelated of an item. Yeah, they didn't send me another cookie. <laughs> or cake. Like, anything sweet. They cheese were like, Danish. Hmm, here you go. Anyway, yeah. so... Christmas creeps. Christmas creeps. I'm excited about this because I really love Christmas the last couple years. And folklore. Exactly. This... We weren't planning on doing a Christmas episode. We were just gonna, like, make a post on Instagram at Creeps and Coffee, if you're wondering. Um, mm-hmm. And we were just gonna, like have like a nice little like break and it was gonna be good and then i saw a post on facebook from oddly enough another podcast's fan page <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> mm-hmm. astonishing legends so in the astonishing legends facebook group all of the listeners Whoa. post like <laughs> creepy things that pop up on their feeds and like share stuff like that which is really cool like i love seeing it but someone shared this like folklore post about mm this lesser known german kind of christmas christmas creep i guess is the best way to describe mm-hmm. her so i screenshotted it and i texted it to jamie and i was like we have to do an episode about this we have to and then it spiraled into well, let's do a christmas chaos special. <laughs> absolute chaos so, that's what it yeah, yeah. <laughs> conspired inspired transpired there you go it spired took me a few tries <laughs> and Got now there. she has perspired everybody snap your fingers for that lyrical poetry what never have never will it sounds like i'm snapping because my ring shakes well (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah we are that's what i do tangent queens today wow i'm sure most of this will be cut out it's fine it will but oh my god Lots of stuff for a bonus blooper episode. Oh. So Christmas creeps. I'm starting off with a sort of not a not a real one, but oh, how dare you? He. I mean, it is real, yeah. but it's debatable. I actually want to discuss Old Saint Nick himself. Oh yes. Good old Santa Claus. Speaking of tangents, sir, Jamie, you is. want me to rant and then you want to rant. I'm going to rant about your rant before it even starts. Jamie okay. is so angry about Santa. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what triggered it. <laughs> I don't know where all this hatred is coming from. But <laughs> strap in, folks. He's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> he is a literal criminal. Santa <laughs> Claus is a freak. He is he would go to jail for so many things guys. He is a creep and a freak. He would go to jail. He is okay. He's broken so many laws. He's I, <laughs> I don't even know. What I wish that you could all see how flustered she is right now. The pure <laughs> stress that is emanating off of her. <laughs> He's committed so many different crimes like one breaking and entering everywhere worldwide (laughs) two trespassing multiple times three home invasion kind of the same thing not the point four unlawful surveillance and privacy violations but not only that of children you know what pedo question mark i'll give you that one because thinking of like he sees you when you're sleeping he knows when mm-hmm. you're awake. If he knows when you're awake and when you're sleeping, maybe he checks your vitals too. How, is he checking your blood sugar? You know what? That could be good for diabetic children. Well, Just well, a little nighttime check-in. What the heck? <laughs> Caitlin. Listen, somebody's, not the point. somebody's gotta be on Santa's side here. He's an airspace criminal for flying a UFO in national airspace. They call them UAPs now. What's a UAP? An unidentified aerial phenomenon. He is flying a UAP <laughs> illegally. He doesn't have a license. How do you know? Show me his license. Show me do it. Do you need a license for a sleigh? Probably. You need one for snowmobiles and... I'll give you that. Other stuff. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> and, finally, there's probably more. Ah, unrightful... Okay. <laughs> He's working these elves like slaves. This is... That's gotta be some sort of thing. This is the one that I was excited about. Workplace issues. 
the elves could sue him if they had any rights at all and tax evasion. Where have you ever heard Santa paying taxes? Tell me. You really, you really <laughs> Why are you know, laughing? You really know the magic of Christmas is gone when all you can <laughs> think about is taxes. Has this motherfucker <laughs> ever paid taxes in his life? <laughs> Show me the papers. Where's his T4? <laughs> Okay, I'm done ranting. Um, Santa is a creep, a Christmas creep, and a criminal. If you're still with us, um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But happy holidays. <laughs> there's, there's so much to unpack there. I. I don't think we need to. <laughs> all right. Sorry, the tax evasion thing. I would like to point out because this is the thing that really got me. So I was checking Jamie's notes as we were preparing for today's episode. Not only did she have a whole paragraph set about her rant about Santa, I could tell she was really upset because the the text size increased as she listed. <laughs> so it started off, Santa's a freak and a criminal. And then it was like, home invasion? Pedo? Tax evasion? It, was, it really... It went from... 10.5 to 14. Yeah, it really, uh, it got me quite good. So, full, I gotta, I gotta give uh, caps lock too. Yeah, oh, you type in nothing but caps lock. <laughs> I can't help it. Christmas, you know what? Christmas is filled with a lot more creeps than I think people realize. And it's not yeah. just Santa. Because, yeah, sure, there's a creepy old man sitting in the mall wanting children to come sit on his lap that's Mm. creepy in and of itself but when you talk about some of santa's buddies oh boy Mm Hmm. also i want you to post this picture i'll send it later on our creeps and coffee account for christmas it's the tree in the micmac mall have you seen it I've seen a tree in the Micmac Mall. Is this... Let me show you. It's called Woody the Tree. Off to a bad start. It's a talking tree. They didn't have a Santa. They have Woody the Tree who talks and his mouth moves and he blinks. And kids walk up to him and he goes, Hey, Anna. What do you want for Christmas? You oh, want a I pony? I was walking, getting Christmas gifts, and it startled me. Look at your messages. I don't want to. Um, I was going to shit talk the name Woody, and then I realized that I grew up with a great friend named Woody. <laughs> oh, oh, whoa, what the fuck is that? It's bigger than the elevator. It is two stories tall. You know what it reminds me of? Do you remember what? Uh, what's it called? Do you remember that kids show where the planes had faces? Nah, I hated that. That scared Isn't me that as a like kid. The same face. Yeah, pretty much. That's why it scares me. We'll post that in stories. Merry Christmas. Um. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So apparently, Christmas is filled with lots of creeps, including Santa, yeah. including Woody the tree, and and, um, and the the German lady. That was in the Astonishing Legends group. So all of that... We'll come back to that one. So all of that has led us to bringing in the holiday spirit with some Christmas creeps. Yeah. And um, I think we're going to start with my guy. Yeah, I'm going to let Jamie take it away with probably the most notorious of the Christmas creeps. Yes. This is probably the one... That you will definitely have heard of this one out of all of them. <laughs> Besides Santa, of course. Um, <laughs> Sorry, this I one joke. is actually kind of... <laughs> that's what she said. Um, this is kind of like the polar opposite of Santa. So if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm referring to Krampus. So I'll spell that in case you've surprisingly never heard of it. Uh, K R A. M P U S Krampus. Mm-hmm. Who is that, you may ask, if you live under a rock, which I did for fifteen years. Um so Krampus is a half goat, half demon monster 
who literally beats up children if they're naughty. Mm -hmm. Kinky. Um, oh, whoa. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, he's got horns and apparently dark furry hair fangs. Stop wiggling your eyebrows at me. Um, and, okay, you're gonna do it too. And a long tongue. Oh. oh my god. There you go. So he's, like, the opposite of Saint Nick. So Saint Nick has a big old round belly and a cute beard. And this guy has chains and hits people with them. Oh my god. With, um, sticks oh. that he swats naughty children. What is wrong with you? Are you alright? This is not supposed to be a turn on for you. Can Sorry, you stop? I'm going through some- the biggest creep of all today is you, Kate. Wow, wow. You are above Santa, and that's saying something. <gasps> I'm just kidding. Alright, folks, this is gonna be the last episode of <laughs> It's been fun. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so then if the children are still bad kids, he literally puts them in his Christmas sack and takes him down takes them down to the underworld that's killing them (laughs) yeah he says you were too naughty time to go also i did all of my research in like 45 minutes guys so if i'm incorrect feel free to email us email we want interaction (laughs) just dm me be like (laughs) hey (laughs) you were wrong (laughs) Um, anyway, yeah, so this is actually a Central European legend, uh, this goat demon dude. Um, why, why is every demon, like, a goat? I think it's just something to do with devilish, like, cause, I don't know, horns, skulls. That tracks. If you follow my, my wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Where did you first hear of Krampus? I can't remember. Actually, yes, I can. I was, I think, in high school when I heard of a scary movie Mm. called Krampus, Mm -hmm. about Krampus. Mm -hmm. I never watched it, but it looked good. I have a story time about that film. Okay. So I, for those of you who don't know, I worked at Cineplex for four years. Hmm. So I did not handle... I love scary movies now, but I did not handle scary movies well when I was in high school. So anytime we had any sort of horror film, my coworkers thought it was hilarious to trick me into going into the theater. But I was always one step ahead. I was ready. Mm. Um, <laughs> until Krampus came out. We were short-staffed that day. People had called in. And mm-hmm. I, was, I was, like, on cleaning duty. So I had to go change the garbages in the theaters. And I refused. I still remember. It was in Theater 8, and we always made jokes about Theater 8 being haunted. So I like, already didn't like Theater 8. But I was like, okay, I'm going to avoid this at all costs. So my manager was like, Caitlin, you need to. You need to go in and change the garbage. It's a full theater. And I was like, Tiff, listen to me. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. And she was like, it's fine. I'll be right there. I'll, I'll check the theater before and make sure that it's like not a scary scene. And you can go Mm -hmm. in and just change it and be done. And I was like, okay. Okay, this is my job. I can do this. Uh, And then they locked me in the theater. (gasps) No, like There's, like, a scene where, like, one of the the kids is, like, hiding under a car. And Krampus, like, jumps down from the roof. And you can just see his, like, (laughs) hooves on the other side of the car. And that's when they locked me in. I was, like, on the verge of tears. Very scary film. I watched it, like, a couple years ago, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Now that I can handle mm-hmm. scary movies. But being locked in the theater, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, this oh has me squeezing my stress die. ball. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Cineplex. Um, <laughs> so I, I have a, like, extra irrational fear of Krampus <laughs> because of that movie. I understand that now. Yeah. And so, yeah, while... Mr. Santa Claus says, here's presents. <laughs> Krampus says, I'm gonna beat you up. My kind of guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, it, yeah, um, apparently this, uh, there's multiple different legends about him, but on December 6th, 6th 
is St. Nicholas Day, so we've already missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently children who were good got gifts, and the bad ones were beat up the night before and had to nurse their <laughs> their wounds. <laughs> it's like I'm oh. so sorry for laughing at that. But wow. Dark humor. But uh yeah, so they weren't rewarded. Instead they would get beat up, uh hit with branches and um in some cases apparently he, like I said, would stuff them in his bag and kidnap them or eat them. Imagine being the so, parents in that situation. Just ah little Timmy. Damn it, another one. Aww. He was doing so well in school, but he was bullying a kid, and now we have to have a funeral. Oh, so. man. Well, there's no body. Can't have a funeral just, when Krampus has eaten him. Just throw the stocking in a... <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh my anyway, God. so the creature, um, like I said, arrives the night before, so like December 5th or 6th or whatever, called Krampus Night. How do you say this word? Krampus... Here, I've been practicing my German specifically for yeah, my can first you say story. This? <clears throat> Krampus Nacht. I'm I'm assuming it's Krampus Nacht. Wow. Krampus Nacht. That's basically Krampus Night. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know. So yeah. Night in German is <laughs> Nacht. Nacht. Uh, I apologize to our German listeners because we know there's a I'm few gonna, of you. I'm gonna preface this because. My story is coming up, and there's a lot of German that's about to happen. Go for it. I speak three languages, none, none of, of which are which German. German. <laughs> <gasps> I am so sorry. I speak one. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but this actually also comes sort of from Germany, too. So we have pretty much two German ones tonight. The, is, the German word Krampen. Yeah. We love you guys. <laughs> we really do. Um, the word Krampen apparently means claw. And this dude, mm-hmm. if you check our Instagram, there'll be a picture of Krampus. <laughs> he's got these nasty claws. And there are actually multiple things that he's said to be a part of. Uh, like we said, like the he's in Germany, Central Europe. <laughs> he, not that, not confirmed. <laughs> Not a confirmed sighting of him at a Freemason site, Damn but it. he's also apparently the son of Hel, H-E-L, the Norse god of the underworld. Cool. Like Hela um, from, that's who Hela from mm-hmm. uh, Marvel is based on. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's also in Christianity and Christian folklore as Krampus, who is like the opposite of Santa in Christmas. Part of the Catholic Church who apparently wanted to ban him, gonna, but they want to ban lots I'm of things. I'm gonna butt in there. Um, the Catholic Church does not address him as Santa Claus. Um, that would be Saint Nicholas Saint that Nick. she's referring to. Jeez, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Whatever. He's also involved in Christianity with Santa. <laughs> also um been mentioned to be part of pagan rituals as well in the winter solstice mm-hmm. and yule um which obviously christianity most of the time thinks pagans are witches and evil mm-hmm. and wicca is like the devil um which is not the case no not to demonize christianity but <laughs> but y'all poop on a lot of other religions so i mean to demonize christianity a little bit but we love all faiths and all religions We just sometimes don't have the same opinions as you guys. All right, I've hopped off my soapbox. Caitlin, do you have any final thoughts, or would you like to go to your person? Um, I hate Krampus. Not really person. No, she's an icon, is what she is. No, I think uh, a lot of people know... I don't know, is it Krampus or Krampus? I don't know. They know this goat man. I say Krampus, but yeah. They know goat man, not associated with Goatman and the bridge. Um, they know this guy. Mm-hmm. Because of, like, a Hollywood... The Hollywood depiction. Yeah, because of the Hollywood depiction of this, like, super 
scary guy. And don't get me wrong, like, he's very scary. I mean, he's doing good. But I think, I think the so. actual <laughs> legend of Krampus is so fascinating when you look at the folklore and the historical side of it. Because he's... Don't he, beat your children, though. Well, well yeah. That's not advised. <laughs> but I also love that he's used sort of as a tool in the same way that parents are like, oh, you have to be good because, you know, Santa's watching and Santa's going to bring you presents. Mm-hmm. I love that on the opposite end, they were like, make sure that you're not just being good because Santa's watching, but don't be bad because Krampus is watching and he will eat you yeah. and drag you to hell. <laughs> like because you can be good and or you can no wait how am i trying to say this you can be technically good by not doing anything bad mm-hmm. but then you're more neutral exactly so like simply by me like saying i don't beat people up i don't rob stores i don't kill people mm-hmm. i'm a good person not really i'm neutral do i donate do i help people do i hold the door open mm-hmm. for old people you know this is where we learn that Jamie's an asshole <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm no. not. I just went to the SBCA yesterday and donated. Uh-huh. See, Jamie is a good so person. Like, so Krampus would avoid her. Avoid me and my metal baseball bat. Exactly. <laughs> we'll have a little tussle. Him with a twig and me with a baseball bat. There you go. I'd love to see it. But in a similar vein, I think using... I don't know how to refer to it. Like creatures, legends, as... Yeah, like folklore. Yeah, legends. as these like warning tools is something that kind of transcends even into adulthood. And that's kind mm-hmm. of seen by my new favorite person. And that is the lady that inspired all of this that I was referring to before. The one with a hundred names? The one with, oh my god, so many names. Okay, so this story, she's very similar to Krampus. People, she, so Krampus comes Christmas time, mm-hmm. and my lady comes after. So, like around mm-hmm. Christmas, around New Year's, sort of evolving past Yule into the Epiphany. But I'll get into okay. it. So, I'm gonna talk about a very special lady, sometimes known as. Frau Perta. So she's a, a southern German Austrian legend. Um, mm-hmm. She's also known, there's lots of other names, and I love that because she's just, she's untouchable. So she's commonly known as Perta, Berkte, Bertha. And this was, <laughs> Jamie was making fun of me because I was practicing this one. A lot of people refer to her as Spinstubenfrau. Yeah. Which means the spinning room lady. Spinstubenfrau. Spinstubenfrau. Um, that sounds cool. Again, I speak English, French, and Italian. I'm so sorry to anyone who actually is German. Um, but those are the, like, the peaceful names for her. She's also known oh. as the Butzenbergt which means the boogeyman. Ooh. Or, my personal favorite, Perkta the belly slitter. Oh! Oh my god! So, Frau Perkta is first yeah. mentioned in the like early 1200s in folklore. Her name comes from Epiphany. So Epiphany is like the winter solstice, or like the end of winter. It's like like the 12 days of Christmas, the 12 days and nights. That's the Epiphany. Mm-hmm. So it usually refers to January 6th, specifically. So December 6th is Krampusnacht. Hmm. And January hmm. 6th is the Epiphany. So um, hmm. Perta, like her name... Um, is based on, like, a nickname or, like, a slang term, I guess, for the old high mm-hmm. German term for epiphany, which is, I'm going to kill myself, Gibberate Nacht. <laughs> um, so, like, sorry, ep- can you repeat that? Nope, <laughs> I can't. Like, epiphany <laughs> night. So, it comes from the epiphany. Another one of her names is 
Hole, which was Hola. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, which is also the name of a goddess. So she's sort of associated oh. with her. Hole means shining. So it refers to the shining light on during Epiphany. So like the light that's coming from the star of Bethlehem when Jesus was born, whatever. So that's oh. that's where her name comes from. You should all know by now that I'm fascinated by language, so I love this shit. So basically, oh. Frau Perta is a woman with a beaked nose that's made of iron. Sometimes it's depicted as kind of like, um, you know, like a witch doctor's mask, like the long nose. Oh, yeah. Kind of like that. She's dressed in rags, and sometimes she's carrying a cane, sometimes not. She's supposed to look like this like old crippled lady, like this old... Kind of hag but what's most oh, notable good. is that she carries a very long knife under her skirt oh so good. good for her we love that me too <laughs> i was gonna say very similar <laughs> to jamie <laughs> <laughs> so she's already associated with hole this goddess but she's also very similar in resemblance to a scandinavian goddess named friga i've heard of that so they're, what they share in common is spinning. So, like, how people used to, like, spin wool and flax and everything. So that's why she's called Spinstubenfrau, the spinning room lady. You got it? So, yeah. what she's looking for when it comes to the epiphany is she's looking to judge how on top of your shit you are. So if you don't have all of your flax spun by the twelfth night, she's gonna be pissed. And I, we love an efficient woman. We love a woman who knows what needs to be done. So, mm-hmm. if Frau Perta enters your home and sees, it's usually women that she's targeting because it was, historically speaking, it was the women who were doing the spinning and like working on the loom. If she saw that the weaving hadn't been done, she would trample the loom and set fire to the half-spun fibers. So just, fiber is very flammable. <laughs> so, gone. Um, my favorite thing about Frau Perta is she's also really judgy and she's very focused on cleanliness. So if your house is a mess, God help you. So basically, what our friend here is gonna do is that if she shows up First of all, your flax isn't spun. You're lazy. She's going to be annoyed. She's going to set fire to it. But then if your house is also a mess, she's going to just say, like, there's no point in this person living. So she will sneak into your bedroom, disembowel you with the knife that she keeps under her dress, and then replace your guts mm. with rocks and straw. Um, yeah. I think that would hurt. A little bit, I think. Yeah, just a little, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love that she equates that. Yeah, that's reasonable. Their house was kind of messy, so I disemboweled You're them. dead. Perhaps my favorite thing about her is that she can be appeased. She's not an unreasonable woman. She understands. Life gets busy. So you can protect yourself. <laughs> specifically, if you leave out a porridge, which is called... Milk, which would be partially consumed by the family, by the household, and then left out for Frau Perta. And her, she has minions with her sometimes, which are called Perten, which are like these little demons. Um, Cute. Yeah. <laughs> I picture them kind of like, um, like the little kids in Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. Kinda I was like picturing that. them like the, the, the gnomes from Sims. <laughs> I love that. Uh, if you had left out some pertinmilk for them to enjoy, uh, there would be signs that the porridge had been eaten and like left out, similar to Santa eating the milk yeah. and cookies. That's cool. And it would, it would provide omens for the coming years. So depending on what they left, it could mean good luck was to come and that maybe they knew that this was just an off time for you or that bad luck was to come whatever so that was Frau Perta so I don't know what the fuck was happening in Germany and Austria (laughs) but 
they better buckle up. They've got Krampus to deal with. They've got Frau Pechta. They've got the Titty Goblin. So. It's a mess. It's a whole mess. <laughs> I mean, like, when you explain it, she sounds scary. But then when you look up pictures, it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, I looked up the, like, I made Caitlin spell it for me. <laughs> and then I typed it in and I was like, ha, ha, <laughs> why? I like her. No, thank you. She's creepy looking. Not to to shame someone on the way they look, but hello? You, you better leave out some porridge. You need help. <laughs> you need some milk. <laughs> Some Pechten milk. Some milk. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention her Pechten that she travels with mm. sometimes. They're very, very similar to Krampus. They're like little Krampuses. Oh, so. maybe they're related. Aww. They're cousins. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Shall I swiftly move on? Please do. I'm. I would like to get out of German folklore. Cause. <laughs> All right. They, uh, Honestly, this one, quite scary. I'm. <laughs> this one is not super scary. I was lazy picking this, <laughs> but I just needed something, and I'd already picked Krampus and wanted to talk about Santa, so this was my. I'll do this one as well. Um, we're gonna talk about Jack Frost. Fantastic. And if you're over the age of five, you may know who Jack Frost is. <laughs> and if you're under the age because... of ten, stop listening. True. <laughs> if you're any of the kids that I used to work with, hi, I miss you. <laughs> but don't be listening. <laughs> um, so Jack Frost, you probably know him from like there was a kids movie with like what is it, Rise Rise of the Guardians or something mm. that he was in, mm. where he's depicted as a good guy. He's like an angsty teen or something, and then. In the old claymation movies oh. about like Santa and stuff, he's in one of those oh or two of them. Bring back mm-hmm. memories, right? Sorry, I just got transported but back. It's okay. That was the point. Oh. But I wanted to add him into this because number one, in those old claymation movies, I thought he was scary. He looks scary. Just saying, like winter. Christmas, Mr. Winter, Mr. Whatever. Oh. He freaked me out. The cold miser or whatever. Yes! Ah! He was scary. I don't care. Oh, I'm um, on your side. So that was my inspiration to be like, you know what, Jack Frost? Because what's his deal, right? <laughs> where, where is he from? So What's the deal with um, Jack Frost? What's up, Jack? Um... To start off, um, he's seen as both a hero and a villain, depending on which culture you're referring to. Been there. So that, so that's why I was like, all right, villain, Christmas, creepy, he fits, he's in. And there's a movie called Jack Frost where he's like, he turns into a sand, not, not a sand, a snowman. That snowman is creepy. I have no idea what movie like, you're talking about. I sent you a picture check your phone um it's the last picture i sent you the father dies in a car crash and comes back to life as a snowman and that's the snowman i don't like that right like why they make him look i don't like that at all scary demonic like thank you anyway so he's a villain in my books sorry but they call him jack frost um because apparently jack in the 16th and 17th centuries was common slang for the word man. Mm. So, little history lesson. I'm being Caitlin for once. I was going to say, look, What's folks, up? I'm rubbing off on her, finally. Oh, don't worry, it's not much, much more than that. There's many different uh, depictions of Jack Frost in different cultures and legends. And in Japanese folklore, there are stories of a frost man and his brother, Mist Man, who are like the protectors of frost and dew, which I thought was a nice duality. Not really scary, but frost is deadly for crops if it comes too early, so. Also for many Canadians who are often underdressed. And don't put on their winter tires soon enough. 
Welcome to Calgary, my friend. (laughs) So, Jack Frost. (laughs) And it's very common in many cultures to personify things, uh, like seasons. I love that. Um, Yeah, I think it's actually nice. My little ADHD brain says, that feels good on the brain waves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tickles something right up here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, apparently, he is obviously winter, which if you're Canadian, you know winter can be deadly. (laughs) Yeah, it's eight Um, months of the year here. Yeah. Um, And there's actually a lot of debate over the origins of Jack Frost. They don't actually know where specifically he came from, but there are um, ideas of him being Anglo-Saxon. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that means. Well, my friend, <laughs> you're talking to someone who has a certification in Anglo-Saxon literature from the University of Oxford. Hello. Well, can you tell us what that means? So, what Anglo-Saxon means? They were They were a group of people. <laughs> it's... They were like an early huh. Germanic, Scandinavian-esque group ah. of people who settled in what is now Great Britain and basically okay. established the English language as we know it. What? Yeah. So. Wow. Look at me finding a way to work in my certification. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it also says that he has origins in Scandinavian culture, so I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also legends of a frost man and frost woman in Finnish folklore who control weather. Um, but in this case, they actually care about the weather in, in relation to the reindeer. They want to keep the reindeer healthy and alive. I love that. Which is, I'm like... Screw humans. Like, let's take care of the animals. That makes my heart Like, so you could happy. kill every human. Just put all the snowstorms over the human village. Protect the reindeer. I agree. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen videos um, of, like, reindeer frolicking in the snow? No, but oh, that's so cute. It makes my heart so happy. I've seen ones of, like, bears doing that. Bears can do anything, and I'm like, oh. Which... Also, surprise, guys, bears don't sleep for eight months. They don't actually hibernate. Okay, thank you for saying that, because I tell everyone that. Right? Because like, real hibernation did... is things like tree frogs, where their heart stops. Like, they freeze themselves. So why were we tricked in, like, grade six and told bears go into hibernation? They don't. They don't. They go into prolonged They just sleep, sleep a lot. Exactly. Oh. Which is like me. <laughs> the tension that came off my shoulders hearing someone else saying that. Because for years, everyone's like, okay, Caitlin, whatever. But they don't hibernate. They don't. We've been lied they to, don't. guys. And it's not a conspiracy. This is real. Um, yeah, and in another story about <laughs> Jack Frost and... Not that. <laughs> um, he's the son of a Norse god of the winds called Kari. Ooh, so I love Norse yeah. mythology. I feel like it's not appreciated enough. It's not. I We could have a whole episode. We probably will have an episode at Oops. some point on it. But the, the final thing I'll say is there's actually, um, according to Disney, he is a villain. So Disney says so. I'm going to believe them. Um, they say he... They say, mm. Disney, mm. the Bible of Disney, says Jack Frost is extremely manipulative, cunning, and evil, and he freezes people to death. I know some people like that. Me too. So, um, boom, Jack Frost, confirmed bad guy, Disney says so. Interesting. Check villains, Disney Wikipedia. Wow. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. You know what? As Disney said so. As much as I would like to make fun of you for that, I think it brings up an interesting point in my mind of, like, again, sort of good versus evil. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. I just looked up another thing on Google, and the next thing says, does Jack Frost has a, have a girlfriend? Yes, Emma Snow. <laughs> Jack Frost and Emma Snow. <laughs> Oh my god, that was about to be dangerous. That caught me off guard. Sorry I said that. Wow. 
sorry, what you were saying was more important. What was it? Um, I was going to say, it brings up an interesting, like, good versus evil. Mm. Because... Jack, it all depends on the media. It's all subjective. Yeah. And I think that also ties in nicely to our last Christmas creep and Ooh. my story because it's something that is perceived as arguably not great, <laughs> but is something that brings good luck. In the pictures that I've seen online of your person mm-hmm. or thing, mm-hmm. um, some of them are like, oh my god, that's like that's a beautiful painting. That's a nice picture. Mm-hmm. And then others, you're like, haha, you are a night terror mm-hmm. waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like Jack Frost. Because sometimes he's hot and yeah. people are Googling if he has a girlfriend. And sometimes people are like, oh, is that the cold miser? <laughs> you know? You never know. <laughs> um, but yeah. in this case, it's a zombie horse. Um, so let's take a trip to Wales, shall we? Uh, for those of you... Please explain. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, and I don't know how you could not know, because I think Jamie and I talk about it every day, uh, mm-hmm. we lived in Europe together. Woo! I lived on Jamie's Wales, floor Wales, Wales, in Wales, Wales. Wales, 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 Wales. If we want to talk conspiracy Bangor. theories, I have a whole thing about how Welsh is just not real. Like... The language. It's just not. The language, Um, the layout. Yeah, gonna be honest, don't understand the language. It's... Like, I can understand the words that people are saying, but then when you spell it, it's not the same. Makes no sense whatsoever. Like, the word could be... It's so difficult to ride the train when you're looking at Landudno, and then the train operator is like, oh... Next stop, Flididno, and you're like, where's the F? That's not... (laughs) Oh, okay. I guess that's our stop. (laughs) So, I will also say um, that my family is Welsh. My grandfather came from Wales, so I should have a lot more respect for the language than than I do. Uh, But I don't, and I refuse to. That being said, I've been trying for a year. A year to learn Welsh and I've got about four words so there's a lot to unpack I used to know door open and door closed because my (laughs) elevator elevator. would talk but I've forgotten it now that I'm not there that's fair but that was a comforting voice honestly I I miss it I do miss the elevator lady it it didn't speak in English it was like no no, I can't even remember what it says it just says door open door closed Mm -hmm. in Welsh it was great little niche experience sorry talk about your zombie horse so all of that to say that wales is a land of mystery for jamie and i (laughs) so when i was looking up christmas creeps and the zombie horse from wales popped up i was like oh yes so we're gonna talk about a little friend whose name is mari lloyd and Mm. Going back to the language thing, Lloyd is spelled L-W-Y-D. What the fuck is that? What? Why? I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to move on, I promise. But there's no... I don't know. There's no vowels. They never use vowels. Which is like the first thing they teach you in English is you always need a vowel. Oh, God. So if you look at Marie Lloyd, there are a couple different possible translations of it. Just like with Krampus and Frau Perta and even Jack Frost. Like, there's lots of debate on where the origin is, all that fun stuff. One mm-hmm. possible translation that comes from, like, older Welsh is grey mare. So, Lloyd means grey, and Mari could mean mare if you look at it in this translation. Um, but this is basically referring to, like, you know how every, every, like, really creepy ghost story has like a white horse or like a really pale horse that takes people Mm. to the underworld like that sort of thing Mm -hmm. um that's one possible interpretation of where Marie Lloyd comes from um another possible translation which I thought was fascinating and it broke my heart in addition to being terrifying was uh Grey Mary so Marie being like the woman's name Mary 
Ooh. And then again, Lloyd still means gray. Basically, this pregnant horse who was in the stable was about, like, starting to go into labor. And, oh my god. And Mary, as we all, or most, some people know, I don't actually know the story, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be <laughs> careful here, is looking for a place to give birth in this hotel? Stable? Farm? In pl- stable, in, I think, in, yeah. I think is... In. They definitely didn't But there's have, no room in the inn. There's no room in the inn, so, so they gave her the stable. stable. Mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school. Um, <laughs> um, so they clear out the stable so that Mary can have priority birth because she's about to give birth to the baby Jesus. Poor horse. But this horse is displaced and now left to wander to look for a place to give birth herself. Which breaks my heart, but also is a terrifying yeah. image to think of this like vengeful horse now. Um, but she's not all that bad. Yeah. She's just kind of, uh, kind of a sad, okay. yeah. So basically, Marie Lloyd, however you look at it, is a horse. Um, nay. Exactly. Fantastic horse impression. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Thank you. So she is this zombie horse <laughs> that travels with the freshly dead. So she has these, historically speaking, she has these fresh souls, like new souls, where she's guiding them through Welsh villages um, to remind the living of their existence. So to keep everybody in touch with each other during the festive times. Um, Like, if you go at it from the Grey Mary perspective, it's sort of a reminder to not forget about each other like the way this horse was forgotten about and to keep caring for each other which i think is adorable um what's not adorable though is the way that marie lloyd is portrayed in these festivities so in these welsh villages usually between christmas day and the 12th night so going back to frau perta 12th night is january 6th so in between christmas and january 6th these villagers who are puppeteers, um, mm-hmm. take... <laughs> Do you remember hobby horses from when we were kids? Those stuffed horse it heads on a stick? Familiar. Oh, yep. Yeah, picture that, but with a real horse skeleton on a stick. Oh! Uh. Yeah, so they do that. They put a horse head on a stick, and then they, like, put flowers on it and lights and, like tinsel like decorations and they cover Mm. the stick with cloth as you would dress like a horse and they carry her around so her main not morbid at all no of course not so her main goal is to get into the house like into people's houses basically what has to happen is that muddy lloyd knocks on the window with her head like with the skull head and when you see the horse skull in the window you have to basically engage in like a rap battle, like a Welsh poetry back and forth. <laughs> it always rhymes. Um, it's called, they're usually quite rude rhymes as well, which I love. Got me some Eminem. <laughs> um, this ritual is called Punko. Punko? I don't know. P W N C O. Riddle me that, Wales. What the fuck is that? I love it. Um, so basically, yeah, back and forth. And then if Marie Lloyd wins, which she usually does because that's the tradition, she gains entry into the house and the household has good luck for the rest of the new year. Oh, why wouldn't you just let her win then? Because you have to engage with her. Like, that's part of the ritual. Oh. Uh, like, sometimes, sometimes it's songs. It's usually... Mm rude poems though and i love that um she's also known to try to steal things and she'll if she likes you she'll chase you which is adorable if it's like a puppy but um a horse skull on a stick i Mm. i don't like as much um no but not really it started off as sort of a scary thing but it became this like tradition like 
speaking as Canadians, especially those who lived in the Maritimes for as long as Jamie and I did, and one of us still does, um, Mm -hmm. it's very similar to the tradition, like in Newfoundland, of people going around and singing carols and being asked to, like, the tradition is to give them alcohol and invite them in. (laughs) Oh, the mummers. That's what they're called, yes. Those scare me, too. I but don't... exactly, like, the people that dress up <laughs> and have these, like, mummers plays, like, they'll... It's very, very similar, just the mummers are carrying around a horse head on a stick. Ay, 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 okay. Do with that as you will. Um, Nothing. But it's it's become a very enjoyable part. It's something that people look forward to. It's tradition. Um, They really hang on to this sort of good luck and Mm -hmm. Marie Lloyd has become sort of a symbol of camaraderie and like closeness in a village. The only negative part is that a dead horse's skull shows up at your window, which I feel would take away from the joy. the thing that can happen. Not the best. Not the worst thing that can happen. No, but it true. could be Krampus. So. Yeah, so. <laughs> would you rather get disemboweled by Frau Perta or do a rap battle with a horse skull? I don't know. Pick your poison here. <laughs> I know what I want to do. <laughs> well, I like it. Yeah, there's, there's a really famous um, sort of writing piece, like a poem, called The Ballad of the Marie Lloyd, which was written by a Welsh poet called Vernon Watkins. So it's really, like, the poem is just about the warmth that Muddy Lloyd brings and the joy that comes even after death, which I think is really oh, nice. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I actually like that a lot. Yeah, I thought that was a nice way to wrap up the spookiness of the holiday season. Send a dead horse to my house anytime. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but... Just kidding. <laughs> Nobody do that. <laughs> but that's... I think I prefer that one out of all of them. Yeah, I agree. The I l- think I just like animals. It's the least menacing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Even Jack Frost is creepier to me. Hey, I get it. I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for once, we have a long episode. I know. I'm excited. You may have to cut out 20 minutes of us... I think the first 15 minutes is us just talking shit, so... I was really excited about this episode. Like I said, I love Christmas. Jamie and I have spent Christmas together every year, some way or another, for 15 Mm -hmm. years now. We used to go over to each other's houses, and, like, on Christmas Eve, and we would pretend to rebuild Jamie's dollhouse. Like, we were... We'd be Santa's elves. We watch the Santa tracker on on the TV. Mm -hmm. And then when we got older, it was like our families would FaceTime for hours on Christmas. And so it's nice to put in a new aspect of our Christmas traditions and be able to share it with you all. We love you. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. You're stuck with us now. (laughs) Yeah. Send me money. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, like, not kidding, but kidding, but... Unless. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. JK, um, JK. Unless. <laughs> you know, I was, um, I was very excited about this. I know, especially with COVID, Christmas mm-hmm. last year, even the year before, wasn't really the same. Um, yeah. And it's still a little different this year. But we hope that joining us and being able to kind of listen to two idiots Babylon about creepy Christmas <laughs> folklore can bring you some joy in the holiday season. Yeah. Uh, watch out for Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Out of all of them, that's the red flag you need to keep an eye on, guys. Send out an amber alert for Santa. Oh, dear oh my God, it's December 24th for us. Happy, happy Christmas Eve. For me. Oh, I was not like... for you. I was like, no, it's not. For me, it is... Yay. Yay! Happy Christmas Eve. Oh my god. And the words of Phoebe for me, happy Christmas Eve, Eve. Happy Christmas Eve, Eve. And to anyone out there named Eve, happy Christmas Eve. Exactly. <laughs> Eve. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you for joining right. us, friends. We wish you a wonderful holiday season. We'll be back in a week for our regular 
planned show. Yeah, so stick around. Yeah, we love you. All right. Toodaloo. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Creeps and Coffee is produced and edited by us, Kate and Jane. Our theme music is Stuck in a Hole by Dated. For more information on where to find them, check out the link in our show notes. And to connect with us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Creeps and Coffee.